0: Is a rap music group called Public Enemy. But these days, America is on a hair trigger. Safe, like a black You don't let the common
1: man and common woman and the black man and woman get there. And yo, we got to shut them down. If you don't want to go along with the program, you know what I'm saying? We got to shut you down. I know what time it is. I bet, man. You know what time it is? The really time to get to this commercial. We'll be right back.
0: (laughs)
2: Uh, don't off Are you going to make 100%. America great again? Hooray. Hey, you're here. It's my birthday. Yay. I'm going to turn up the sound a little bit. And then we'll uh, turn up the sound a little. Turn up the sound a little bit. Okay. That's good. Turn it up. Turned it up to 11. Ooh, here we go. Now it's hot. Whoa. Maybe too hot. Too hot? It's too hot. Because then I hear the squeakies. Hold on. Hold on. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. I'll make it work. Look at this. Yay. Yay. Hey. I have a balloon and a wand. Right, cool we've got comics we've got audience this is exciting I'm 46 that's great I'm (laughs) I'm wearing my actual high school Letterman jacket like the real one that I really got it really has my name on it it really is from 1992 yes this jacket is older than many of you (laughs) it's a 30 year old jacket that's good I like to wear it um, it was varsity cross-country, varsity track, varsity cheer, and I, I like to wear this jacket so I can remember uh, what a disappointment I am to my parents. <laughs> I'm never going to... I had so much promise, and nothing happened. Yay! It's so funny, There's there's so many comedians that I I know and and that uh we're not necessarily like friends anymore or whatever and they're all like upset about it and I'm like I don't talk to my mom you think I care about you (laughs) we've known each other for nine months you think I care I don't I haven't talked to my mother in eight years so (laughs) jokes on you I'm good at breaking relationships yay I'm divorced too hooray I don't see him anymore either yay you just stop talking to people that's how that works glad you clap for my divorce uh, I was married I was married for 13 years uh, we were together for 13 we were married for seven but he was the first guy that I'd ever had sex with and I was super super Christian and I just we I never watched porn that wasn't a thing and and um, I never had any dildos or anything because he like, wouldn't let me and um, so we were married and he was an African-American gentleman and we go to parties and people would always say oh yeah her husband's giving it to you, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's huge, it's great. Oh, what, yeah. And we'd go to parties and they'd be like, what, you got that big D, big D, big black D? I'm like, yeah, it's huge, it's great, what? I got that big black D. Uh, so then I, I left him and I moved to San Francisco and I became the whore of Sodom and Gomorrah. And yeah, and I slept with my first white guy and I was like, wow, <laughs> this is huge. And he said, uh, six inches is pretty standard, really. And I was like, perspective. <laughs> I learned so much. Uh, not all stereotypes are real, yay. He also never went down on me, so that, that stereotype was real, that's, that's a thing. But that was just the, that was just the 90s. Anybody else remember sex in the 90s? Yeah, all right, yeah. Me too. Yeah, you remember, do you remember before balls were on the menu, do you remember? before we had to deal with that? In 2002, suddenly everybody was sticking their balls in my mouth. I'm like, all right, (sighs) what's the deal with my issues? I'm hungry. So (laughs) if you could dip your nut sack in some marshmallow fluff and then roll one ball in chocolate chips uh, and the other ball in graham cracker crumbs, because if I'm going to have your sweaty nutsack in my mouth, I kind of want it to taste like summer camp. (laughs) S'more dick, please. (laughs) Less balls. S'more dick. This is a terribly disgusting story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Uh, one time I was drinking a lot of red wine, and uh, this comedian stuck his balls in my mouth. And then I threw up in my mouth a little, but it was red wine. So I didn't want to get it all over my sheets. So I swallowed it. It's because I care. I'm just just, just 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 showing you how much I care. I'm a really generous lover. <laughs> I'm never going to. He never knew. He's like that was so warm and good. I'm like, yeah, sure it was. Did you enjoy that? I'm never doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a red wine issue. So glad you guys are all here, telling y'all my secrets, secrets. I have an imp- I have a really good secret. It's a more of a pro tip. If you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers. You smoke them. <laughs> I know from the mouths of babes. Genius. I learned uh, that no one will give you crap for not wearing a mask if you're eating or smoking. So now I'm a bulimic chain smoker, (laughs) which is so much more healthy. And I do love smoking. I love to smoke everything. And I used to worry about where I was blowing my smoke, but now your child is wearing a mask. So I don't care. (laughs) I am blowing my pot smoke anywhere I want (laughs) in your child's face. I know I'm getting old. I'm so old. I had to use my reading glasses to pack my bong. (laughs) Forgot how pretty all that weed is, all those trichomes and bicombs. Forgot what it looked like. Ah! So pretty. Crystals. Crystals, I know. I forgot it was even, I can't see. I'm blind now. I can't see anything. It's great, because I'm like beer goggling myself all the time. Thank you! A plant! Yay! A plant! I'll try not to kill it. If I can keep a cat alive, I can keep a plant alive. Is that how it goes? I don't know. Right. And then the boy. I'm never going to rehab. It's okay. I really enjoy drinking. I'm I'm fine, fine with it. I, I do I do enjoy drinking a lot and I do I've always wanted to you know be seen as smart. And it's it's hard when you drink so much so so much so much times oftentimes. But I, I always wanted to win the science fair. Is anybody a winner of the science fair here? Did anybody win as a child? win the science fair. You won the science fair?
3: Yeah. I got to name it the calculation carnival.
2: The calculation carnival. You won the calculation carnival. That is pathetic and sad, but sort of social. It was cool. that's good. Yeah. Well you you were a winner and that's exciting. I, I wanna I wanna be a winner. Uh, I'm not gonna have any children of my own so I'm not gonna be able to live vicariously through them, but I do wanna abduct someone's child for about three weeks just to win the science fair. I have some really excellent yeah, I have some excellent ideas that I could borrow your child for a while and win. One of them has to do with me being an alcoholic. Uh, I throw up a lot in the morning. Anybody else throw up in the morning sometimes, drink a nice cold glass of water, and then it just it's so nice when it's cold and it comes back up. Nope, just me. Cool. But what I'm going to do with the child is let's say I have eight ounces of water in the refrigerator, and it's at 38 degrees, and I drink that water and then I vomit 22 minutes later into a cup, and I have the child take the temperature of the water. The question is, how many calories did I burn being an alcoholic? (laughs) Anybody remember basic chemistry? It's a chemistry chemistry thing. It's a chemistry thing. Well, your body heats the water. That's the whole thing, is it goes in at 38 degrees, and when it comes out at 64 degrees, yeah, I know it's a lot of calories. It also works with the whole eating disorder thing. That's I'm just teaching the children early what an eating disorder is. That's good. Uh, my other my other project I want to do with a child, I want I want to use my body in the way God intended. I want to pump my breasts for milk because uh, I want I want to save the vegans. I, wa- I want to use hundred percent consent based milk to make cheese, an actual meltable cheese. Any vegans here? That cashew cheese, it's not cheese. I don't know what's wrong with you. It's not cheese, okay? But with my breast milk cheese, wow. 22% fat, very meltable. Also, I smoke and eat so much marijuana that it will come out in my breast milk. So what I'm going to make is TH cheese to save the vegans, yes. And then the question is, you know, can I get high off my own supply? <laughs> can I finally reach weed singularity? Is that what I'm going to do with my life? That's good. The last, the last uh, teacher or teacher child thing. Uh, this one's more of an anthropological study I want to do with a child. Uh, everybody imagine the T-Rex bones right now. Everybody imagine the T-Rex, his bones, right? Articulated spine from his head to his tail big beefy legs tiny little arms right and there's this weird hip cap that like forces him forward so that he's like the hubris of man to put the biggest coolest dinosaur on two legs it makes no sense if you take the hip cap and you flip it around it becomes a breastbone right and then those big beefy legs become big beefy wings and you move those little hands down, they become little legs. The T-Rex was a dragon. The T-Rex was a dragon. Why do we have all this dragon mythology? St. George and the dragon, the Chinese love the dragon. They've got parades. The Japanese, they put tattoos all over themselves of the dragon. Even the Danish, the girl with the dragon tattoo, what's going on with the dragons? It was a T-Rex. Everything you know is wrong because we put the bones back together wrong. It's it's an anthropological study. How you doing? Hello. I like your luchadoras mask. That's nice. Hey, welcome.
3: Yay. Exciting.
2: All right, I'll, I'll tell one more. Couple more jokes, and then we'll get we'll get this started. Um, so I was talking about weed. Uh, anybody else smoke so much weed you forget how your own shower works? <laughs> is that, has that happened to you? You're gonna know, it's hot, it's cold. How does this work? <laughs> what am I doing? It's like Airbnb in your own home. It's really expensive. And what is this cat litter doing on the floor? <laughs> Why is that there? That's so weird. I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to take my cat and I want to shave him. And I want to knit a sweater out of his fur. And I want to make him wear it. Because I'm crazy, I'm a crazy cat lady, wow! I do love my cat, and I know that my cat loves me so much. Uh, because I was getting finger banged by this guy, and my cat didn't just sniff his fingers, he licked him. Right, meaning my cat loves me. Or women really do taste like tuna. Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. That's ahi, not albacore. None of that white shit. It is dark and purpled with age. It is dark. I'm 46. It is bad news down there. Ooh. Yeah, masturbate for 46 years, and you know what's going to happen. Dark and purpled with age. Yeah, I taught. This is a. I'll just. I'll just. Oh, this is more of like it's just a personal story. A lot of guys lately have been like, "Oh, when I was 12 years old, I discovered masturbation. That was amazing." And I'm like, "You were 12? I was teaching my buddy Valerie Duda how to masturbate when we were five. Like, I remember. <laughs> I remember laying down. These boys, they got nothing on me. Cool. My sex life. Uh, I'll leave you guys with this. I'm a. I kind of have a fetish for uncircumcised guys. You know, circumcision his choice his decision. I don't know why we're mutilating the tips of our baby's dicks. Why are we doing this? Uh, but plus, hey, I'm into it. I wanna I wanna I wanna take an uncircumcised guy, I wanna pull up his dick, I wanna pull his foreskin up over his dick, and I wanna put whiskey in his foreskin. Because I want whiskey dick for real. <laughs> Can I finally get what I want? You know, it's twofold. One, I'm an an alcoholic, and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. And two, boys are gross, and you have to clean out all that schmegma. They are just gross people. Uh, Yay! I'm Pam. I'm your host tonight. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. I'm going to turn down this a little bit because it squeaks, and I feel like I'm so far away from you guys. Um, Here, there's a light. That's exciting. Uh, our first comedian of the night, he is a whimsical, whimsical man. And it's always very exciting to have him here. He's the uh, head of FDAL, the few drinks and a laugh comedy crew team thing. He's amazing. And you guys are going to love him. Clap your hands together in a wild slappy-like motion for Mauricio, the whimsical cholo. Yay!
4: Give me all the love in the world, goddammit, and wish Pam a happy birthday. And if you guys don't donate tonight, I hope you burn in hell and get COVID. Fair? Fair? <laughs> Yeah, Uh, this is my weekend. I'm indigenous. I'm Zapotec and Mistec. So this is my Christmas Eve. I'm from that tribe. Can't wait for Indigenous Day. So the biggest thing that I have to admit to everybody is that I wish for COVID. When I don't wear a mask, it means that you Americans can die and we get our land back. Fair, right? That's a good deal, you know? I want more of you guys to die so me and my people can go back to living our life. I should not be doing stand up on a street corner begging for tips and change, okay? It was still our land. You know what I should be doing right now? I should be naked right now, covered in gold, predicting all your guys' futures. That's what I should be doing. Yeah, hey, be careful driving tonight, man. <laughs> and I always have to explain to Americans, you are stupid to me. You are stupid. You are fucking stupid. And I like when... uh oh, oh, I probably messed up. Well, you guys are stupid to me. I have to speak slowly to you guys. So I'm also a Seattle minority. In Seattle, we do a thing called reading. Like, you guys are so scared of education, you put Barnes & Noble in Emeryville. I'm like, wow. So I have to talk slow to you guys, right? And you know how I know you guys are dumb in America? You guys spend so many tax dollars renovating skyscrapers. Every six months, more tax dollars. That's the real hustle right there. You know what my people did? They built a pyramid. You know how many times we renovated that thing? Zero. We saved a lot of money and time, you know? It's like, can you imagine 9-11 with a pyramid? Like, everybody's still alive? Wow, that's that's kind of crazy. Oh, man, I know logic, right? Um, I'm indigenous. I'm uh, purebred on my father's side. Uh, there's a stigma in stand-up that you should not talk about rape. Don't talk about rape right now. It's very disrespectful. It demeans women. Don't talk about rape. I have to be grateful for rape every single day of my life. Because on my mother's side, they got raped the right way. It was like the Aztecs and stuff. And through that rape uh it's like they eventually learned Spanish so they could also learn English and make more money and take care of their families right because of that rape I am a couple inches taller I'm lighter skin white people accept me a little bit better just not quite there you know and I bought my first card in a banana Republic thanks to that rape you know yeah on my father's side they were never raped they never got invaded they survived they're like the Cherokee that never got invaded It's in Oaxaca. They don't know the language to speak Spanish. To make money, they are done. They are the homeless in Mexico City. They are done. The best they can do to make money is hold baby really sad for National Geographic. Cause that's the only way white people will care about anything, you know? And let me tell you this, I'm not that good at holding a baby. So thanks to my mother's side of that rape, I'm a couple inches taller lighter skin, (laughs) and I'm going to Banana Republic tomorrow. Good stuff, man. I love being indigenous. Uh, indigenous Day is kind of slapping the face to me, though, because we don't get our land back. And white people will do this, man. They always get kind of shady with us. They're like, you have Indigenous Day. And it's like, I want Indigenous Day where I celebrate the right way, the way I'm meant to celebrate it. I would love it that on Indigenous Day. I would love it if I could take a teepee in the backyard to some rich white tech couple that kicks out minorities, right? And I start sending smoke signals to my right hand guy, Little John, you know? Yeah, he used to do comedy in Seattle. I'm not kidding. That's his name, you know? We used to roll with Tulalip and then he comes over and then we get all our people, you know, we're all face painted, we're eating weird bread, right? You know, that's what Native Americans do, right? We're eating weird bread, all that stuff. Nice American. Uh, this is a Native American stuff. So, no Mexican or American. It's just natives. <laughs> so we're eating weird bread and I would love it at that moment, it's like the white guy inside, like, calls the cops like, there's weird people in my backyard right now. And they're eating weird bread and they got their face painted can you kick them out and the cops are like look man it's just for one day it's indigenous day okay read a history book we treated them really bad and we keep doing it you know and i would love it he's like you gotta be kidding me he's like nook quit being ignorant just go say hello and they're gonna be off your property in one day i promise you. and i would love it if he hung up and he's like maybe he's right man maybe i am being very sheltered and ignorant right now. So he grabs his lady, he's like, you know what? Let's go out there, man. Let's go have a good time. Let's join their drum circle, you know? And I'm looking at that white guy's like, man, what's this bread called, right? You know? And then it, the sea of people breaks up, and then you see my face covered in blood, and I ripped the heart out of a virgin, and I put it up to the sky, right? <laughs> and I put it up to the sun, I'm like, nasa, man, nasa, man, man. Just so corn can grow tomorrow. And I would love it if that same white couple calls the cops, like, they just ripped the heart out of a girl. Come on. He's like, was she white? No, she was brown. I'm sorry. It's Indigenous Day. (laughs) Straight up, man. I'm from Mexico, Mexico. So if white people get offended by what I say, until you free the kids from those cells, I don't care about your emotions. Is that fair? Yeah. 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 And And if you don't like it, I'll call my drug cartel buddies from Mexico, Mexico, to kidnap you. That's one thing I hate about living in America, where you have, like, laws and stuff. I don't know, you know, right? I'm from Mexicali, Mexico, man. Mexicali, Mexico is so tough that the minute I came out of my mom's vagina, I got bit by a dog and hit in the face with a stick. And after my father put the stick down here, he abandoned me, I was like, No, wait! I can change, man. I haven't quite grown up, you know? Yeah. It's ridiculous. I hate my family, you know? And then, uh, I love it on top of that, too, uh, The thing that sucks in Mexicali, Mexico, is that everybody is is like hot and down to sleep with each other. There's no dating in Mexicali. It's you literally have a one-night stand and have 30 kids by tomorrow. That's what we do in Mexicali. And I like that my friends are like, dude, everyone is like so hot and down to have sex all the time. Why is it a problem? I'm like, because I want to sleep with 95% of my cousins. You know what I mean? Every time I show up to the family reunion with a U.S. $20 bill, I have a chance, man. You know, it's tough, man. It really is, man really is I was smuggled illegally into this country that is my biography right there I'll never forget the first day when I got smuggled into this country um, my mom didn't tell me anything about it so I heard this knock on the door in Mexicali I was like is Mauricio here and my mom was like he's right there take him and I was like whoa I was like I'm sorry I start crying I'm like I'm sorry they didn't listen to you that one day I'm sorry that I misbehaved I'm like I'm four years old give me a chance right and in the car, in the back seat, I was like, where's my mom? I want my mother so bad. Where's my mother? Where is my mom? And they're like, like this, Mauricio, do you want to play a nice little game? I'm like, yeah, sure. They're like, lie down in the back seat and pretend that you're sleeping. And I was like, what do I win? They're like, your freedom. Now shut the hell up, all right? The border is coming up. Like, you're adorable. You're very charismatic. We love the dimple. But we're not going down for you, okay? And I'm like, oh, the one thing I can't stand about Americans is that you guys are too cocky. You guys need to quit telling that you guys are the greatest country in the world. That solves most of the problems. That's the biggest issue that I hate about Americans. Quit telling people that you are that great. Because the minute we came up to America, we ended up in Oregon. I came from Mexico, which is like, I love the heat. I like getting burned up to cloudy skies in Oregon. And I was like this. I was like shaking. And my mom, to calm me down, takes me to McDonald's. Yeah. And I go like this, hey, what do they call this meal? she's like, it's a happy meal. I was like, you know what was my happy meal? The carne asada that we were having in Mexicali, Mexico, hanging out with my alcoholic grandfather. What are we doing here? (laughs) And I was like, but I'll keep the toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one thing that sucks too i ended up in oregon when the the gang boom happened so in uh this particular year in oregon in the 90s uh they started this uh, low-income housing boom so a bunch of minorities from l.a came up to uh oregon and they brought their gang culture with them so the chicano culture they beat up on the immigrants has anybody ever in here been jumped if you've never been jumped in your life you're most likely a dick and you got to get humbled at some point I've been jumped many a times, man, and man, something I deserve, something I didn't, right? I remember my first jumping, man, uh, in Oregon. I had these, like, Chicano guys just, like, right away, uh, uh just, like, start jumping. I was like, why are you jumping me? And they're like, because you have to join us, silly. I was like, all right. I was like, okay, I will join you. Okay, what does it imply if I join you? They're like, well, we stop beating you right now, and then we beat you for, like, I don't know, 15 minutes. I was like, all right, let's do it. Fine, I'll join you. And I remember that jumping, they're like. To be honest, you really brought this on yourself. <laughs> You're making us look bad with that Pokemon t shirt. <laughs> Get some self respect with some khakis, a gold crucifix chain, and a hairnet. Yeah, and I was like, all right, well, wow, all right, that was the jumping. The one thing that sucks is once you join with one group, another group hates you, and they jump you again. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with all this. I was like, here's my gold crucifix chain. Here's my flannel shirt, all right? I am done, and I'm going to go hang out with those white kids with skateboards under the setting sun and listen to Limp Biscuit for the rest of my life in peace. Hey, <laughs> hey. Stuff, things like that, man. I, one thing, too, I hate about America is that you guys think that you are have the hardest in the world. You do not have it that hard. There are so many people right now that are making excuses for not working and stuff, right? It's like, oh, one more time, I had my roommate screw me over and he took off to Yakaya. He's like, it's the apocalypse, man. I'm like, I have yet to read about an apocalypse where Whole Foods is open. Are you kidding me? This ain't no struggle. It's just you guys are lazy. That's it, man. It's like every American's losing their job. All my Mexican homies, they're all working the same three jobs. Come on, man. top of it, man, uh, one thing I can't stand is that people in San Francisco are secretly rich, and they won't admit this to me. One time I had a buddy cry to me. He's like, oh, I'm good for him, man. He's making a lot of money in tech and buying my friends drinks. I'm like, buy me a drink right now because I'm about to kick you out of my house. Right? You know? <laughs> I have no time for mother, uh, people that cry, you know? Tears. Yeah. I can't stand tears, man. Crocodile. That's why I like the philosopher, after. pray on the weak, man. You know? That's my style. Oh, mate, golly, Mexico, good stuff, good times. Every time I'm up here, I'm always protesting too, by the way. So it's like, I'm, I'm a Seattle minority over there. Of like, if you show any talent, they force you to be a protester. So I'll leave you guys on this stuff. Uh, all the protests that you guys are doing is not going to solve anything. All these little marches, all this stuff will not solve a single thing. You're wasting your time. The only thing that's going to solve anything is when white people stop being racist. That's it. And the only way to end racism is if we have an orgy right now, right there. We block everything. Black, Asian, white, semen, egg, everywhere. And we become our destiny race. We become our destiny race. Brazilians with nice asses. And then once we become Brazilians with nice asses, we're basically having sex with each other. We're not fighting except in the UFC octagon. And then we can focus on our real enemies in outer space, extraterrestrials that molest me every night at 3 a.m. It sucks because I feel that one of them did not wear a condom, so I'm pregnant right now and I'm due. And that's going to suck when that thing just shoots out of my stomach. I'm like, I can't afford you right now. No. (laughs) I love you, Mauricio Jr. You know? And to feed him. I have to take him to Golden Gate Park to eat white people. Right? You know? He spits out an eyeball. He's like, oh, no, no, no. I was like, you're not full yet? Let's go to the marina next. All right. My name's Connor Longsdale. Thank you.
2: Mauricio, everyone, the whimsical Cholo, hooray. For safety and stuff, uh, Sierra, you know where where the condoms are for safety and stuff, and we've got stuff there, and that's great. That was Mauricio, that was lovely. So glad he talked about his alien abortion there at the end. I had my first abortion in 1995. Yeah, it's 25 years ago. My abortion is older than most of you. I only have one regret about my first abortion in 1995 uh, and it, I didn't have the kid, you know. And my regret is that right now I could be having sex with all of his friends. <laughs> like, what was I doing? That was a mistake. Pam. Dang it! Ah uh, wrong, wrong wrong abortion. <laughs> right wrong, wrong time. Uh, all right. Right abortion. it's always for me, it was always it was always right. Hi, how are you doing? Should I, I should tell you guys a one-liner for your for your dog before you before you drive away? I'm like one-liners. Come on, Pam, you've got one-liners. Um, I already told the one about weed. Oh, I okay. So I've been reading a lot of self-help books because of quarantine, and they told me like you should do one thing every day that scares you. One thing that scares you. Um, so I put on my reading glasses and I looked at myself in the mirror. Ah! <laughs> That's what my skin looks like? I've been beer-goggling myself, and I liked it. What am I doing? Why am I looking at myself? I have so many hairs on my face. I finally understand that not by the hairs of my chinny-chin-chin thing, because, wow, there's a lot of hairs on my chin. I had no idea. That's what happens when you get old. I'm a witch. (laughs) I have a big mole, and it grows a huge hair. (sighs) I identify as a witch. My pronouns are us and we. Uh, your next comedian, she's a super funny lady. I'm super glad that she's back in town. Clap your hands together for Sierra Hager. Yay!
5: Um, My husband moved out uh, like two and a half weeks ago. <laughs> and my grandma died in my arms. Uh, I guess it was like mid-August, and it's just, I know, like, it's a really hard time for everyone right now. Um, Like, I've always had depression, but recently it's been, like, really, like, just getting out of bed in the morning is a lot, and then today, um, I was driving down Valencia, and I drove past this place, and this place had a sign, and the sign said, Salad Lounge? (laughs) I'm just gonna say that again. Salad Salad Lounge. (laughs) It's never been more clear to me that um, all we have is each other. You know, this is like such a dark, dangerous time and the human heart is so fragile. And I just want to say for for all of us here, for everyone, you beautiful people here on this magical night, and really in the name of restoring decency, here on Rachel Brosnahan's Green Earth, <laughs> that there's no such thing as a cell So I was driving the other day, and I came up to a stop sign, and there was a man, a man, jogging, approaching the same intersection that I was approaching. And I stopped at my stop sign, and he came to his stop sign. And then he, a human, signaled (laughs) me a car. You guys look a little bit worried. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I'm shaken up. Like, it was, like, disturbing. But, I mean, I'm okay. Like, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. Um, and then I did the only thing that I could think of to do, which was just serve him a platter of road shame. Like, <laughs> uh, and then he served me a platter of road shame. He was like,
3: and I was car! Co-
5: I wasn't prepared to do a set. I just came down to drop off a donut,
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> which is why I'm dressed for chilly weather, or for for n- it's I'm cold. I'm not dressed appropriately. Um, usually, before I leave my house, I check my weather app because it's San Francisco, and the weather is so variable here. Who knows what it's gonna be? Anyway. Uh, and this thing happened to me yesterday before I came down. I like looked at my phone, and it was like, 66 degrees, but feels like, no, 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 feels like 59 degrees. You can't tell me what to feel, <laughs> phone. You're a machine. I'm a human. I'm a human. Me, a human. You, a machine. Um. Does anyone want to have sex with Steve Buscemi? Sure. Yeah. What's that? Is that is it because I'm I, I just turned thirty? I feel like maybe that's like part of it. Is that I just want to fuck like weird, just weird people now. He's like a man with the spirit of a chihuahua <laughs> and the lower eyelids of like a different chihuahua.
3: <laughs>
5: he probably smells like good, but you're like, why does he smell good? not
3: funny.
5: So I smell people a lot. Is that weird? Just get in there, get in their space. I'm getting divorced. <laughs> um, let's see. I um, What other jokes do I know? Do you want me to sing some songs for you guys? Yeah. Okay. This is a song I wrote um, uh, about my apartment. Uh, it goes like this upstairs neighbors vacuum all the time vacuum all the time <laughs> vacuum all the time <laughs> here's another one I wrote uh this is like about um just like my experience in the world like my like my truth uh, it's like I got sunburned on a cloudy day Uh. And then there's like my theme song, which you guys all know. Teenage Mutant Barbersry Sand <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all the that's all the jokes I can think of right now. But I just wanna say that Pam got her phone stolen last night and you guys should all put what? Why are you trying to cock block me pimping your tip jar? No. <laughs> it's okay, it's a party. I don't need to. Anyway, Three cheers for Pam! Hip hip! Hooray! Hip hip! Hooray!
2: Keep it going for Sierra Frost. I, I mean, sorry, her name used to be Frost. We call her Frosty Jugs sometimes, but don't do that. Only I'm allowed to do that. Just me and just me and Gary Hughes. We're the only ones that are allowed to call her that. For her name, Sierra Hagar! Yay! 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 You can grab chairs and put them wherever you feel comfortable. But yeah, grab chairs because right now, oh, what a pleasure is in store for you—the musical stylings and comedy amazingment of uh, of one of my and of one of my good friends and a fellow community. He's so funny, and I love it every time he's here. He probably has new songs. He always does. Put your hands together, everybody! It's Josh Kahn, Yay! <laughs>
6: Happy birthday, Pam, from me. So remember that thing that Sierra did where she sang funny songs? I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm trying like way harder, and it's really pathetic. I'm like, I had to bring a guitar. That's how you know you might be bipolar if you show up for stand-up comedy with an acoustic guitar. You, you might be bipolar. If you change your phone number more than three times in five years, you might be bipolar. You ever told someone to F their dead mom on the internet? You might be bipolar. I'm going to try something a little different here today. I'm going to prove to you conclusively, scientifically, that music is way easier than comedy. Okay, Miss here in the yellow and the uh, leopard print, what is your name? Kathleen. Kathleen. And uh, what do you do for a living, Kathleen? Uh, health, health food store. Okay, Kathleen at the health food store. Kathleen at the health food store gonna help you find those avocados,
0: yeah. Oh, Kathleen at the health food store, none of that food is GMO, no, 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 no. If you don't give me your employee
6: discount, said we ain't friends, no more Kathleen who works at the health food store. Lena, give her a hand for being such a good sport. I just have to hold this thing. It's just how I grew up holding this thing. My apologies. My name is Josh Kahn. What do you guys need to know about me? I'm Asian and I'm Jewish. If that's, if that's weird for any of you guys, if you were wondering what kind of interracial train wreck had to occur 30 years ago for this to be in front of your face right now, Asian and Jewish, totally. My mom's this tiny little Asian woman. I told her I was gonna be getting into stand up comedy, and she was like, No, Josh, why? You're not funny. <laughs> and you're so ugly. <laughs> Comedians supposed to be on TV. I think you mean you want podcasts. Everyone have podcasts. Your father have podcasts. <laughs> I forgive her. She used to beat me and my little brother, but I think it's just because we were citizens and she was jealous. Do you guys know that song? I'm living my best life. Ain't got time to ever jump. You know that song I'm talking about? I always hate it when that's, you, you know the song. I always hate that song when it comes on the radio. I can't stand it. Because you know who was living his best life and didn't have time for us? My dad! <laughs> the other half of my family, my dad's half of the family is Jewish. My Jewish guy, like the classic Jewish grandma, you know, that talks like that. She's, she's like a Star Wars character or something. She would always be really racist to me because I'm half Jewish, you know. Not cool. She would tell me stuff when I was little, like, Joshua, if you misbehave, we're going to sew your foreskin back on the (laughs) eschwanz. Eschwanz means wiener. It's pretty screwed up, right? So I get her back now when I go over to Hanukkah dinner. She puts out like all the traditional Jewish foods, like uh, potato latkes and gefilte fish. She puts out challah bread every year. Do you guys know what challah bread is? That Jewish, the braided bread from the Jewish bakery. Anyway. She puts out challah puts out all this stuff. And we'll be sitting around eating, and I'm the one to break the silence. I'm like, mm, Grandma, this meal's first rate. How much did the cost? Oh, no. oh. Holocaust cost?"
0: Happy Sorry.
6: <laughs> yeah, no, music is way, way easier than comedy. You know, like comedians hate it when a when a other, when another comedian pulls out a guitar. Very big faux pas. Because music is way easier than comedy. Like, if you go to see your friend who's been in a band for, like, a month, like, he could play anything. He play this. I will play like
0: I love you so much, baby. I'm so sad that you let me come back.
6: Like, he gets off stage, and you're like, hey, man, I saw your set. Keep going. Sounded good. Right? Go to see your friend who's been doing comedy for a month. He'll come off stage. you would be like, hey, man, I saw your set. You know, you want to cut up and down, not side to side, right? That's a... <laughs> That's a beginner's mistake. All right. My parents are always telling me to get a job. I'm like, what, like those Romans that killed Jesus? They really nailed it. I tried to write a Jesus joke for Pam. That was, (laughs) that is your birthday present. No, I got you something real. I'm joking. Oh, man. I hear the Proud Boys got their name from a song in Aladdin. You guys hear this? Yeah. Aladdin. I'm not sure you know, what, but apparently the Proud Boys got their name from a song in Aladdin. And that to me makes sense, because I'm like, all Disney songs are a little bit racist, right? Like, if you really look into them, like, you know, a whole new world with no Jews, <laughs> you know? Like, I just can't wait to be king of an all white America. <laughs> You guys don't feel that way? I always grew up thinking that the D in Walt Disney looked like a G. Was I the only one that grew up watching Walt Disney movies? (laughs) I think sexism is a horrible thing. I really do, and I want to speak out against it. For instance, like, there's a female version of the band ACDC that tours, right? And a female version of the band KISS that tours, right? I think that's very sexist. Why don't we have any male versions of girl bands. So I'm gonna start an all-male version of the band The Cranberries. We're gonna be called The Manberries. What's in your head, in your head? It's gonna be sexy, just sexy. I just got back from the doctor. I don't have corona, don't worry. But he does tell me I have ADHD, HD. It's ADHD and 5K. (laughs) Your TV is not even compatible with how hyper that I am. So I do song parodies. Here we go. I'm going to play you a song where I play the original first verse, and then I'm going to screw with the next two verses to make them meet my needs, okay? That's what a song parody is. Here we go. First verse you know b double e double beer run. b double e double beer run. All we need is a tan and a fiver, keys to the car and a sober driver. b double e double beer run. And that song, like, it kind of promotes drinking and driving in a way I'm not cool with. So I decided to change the lyrics. Now the song goes like this. D-W-I-I get F-D-Y. F'd, D-W-I-I get F-D-Y. F'd, Getting a dewy is a pain in the penis. Go to counter jail and get f in the anus. D-W-I-I get F-D-Y. F'd, I didn't realize how much this song said the F word. I just launched into it and I was like, oh, I used the F word 12 times. All right, and I rewrote it for all the people that are like my parents' age that don't believe in global warming. Here's a verse for them okay Boomer, OK Boomer. Every Boomer is Karens and Janets. burned up the ozone and killed the planet. okay not okay Boomer. So that's how songs goes. Do you hate when you see a, a like, when you see a guy who's tuning the guitar in front of you, like on stage when you go to see something, like? That lame? Like, couldn't you do that at home? It's kind of like when you see like a policeman beating up on a woman in the street. You're like, hey, couldn't you have done that at home?
3: What?
6: Alright, guys, I appreciate you being here and hanging out with me. We appreciate you giving to Mutiny Radio. There's the GoFundMe and all sorts of stuff. Just because Pam got her phone back doesn't mean you don't got a gift. Give. give us your money! I love you, Mauricio. I love Mauricio the Whimsical show. Give it up for Mauricio, by the way. He had a fire set. He always does. I love that man. Once we get out, all, of, all the Mexican kids out of cages, then maybe he will stop tagging me in Facebook posts. I don't know. <laughs> so I saw this commercial the other day. Um, I couldn't tell what it was for right away. It looked like it was either for like real estate or maybe furniture. It was showing all these like really beautiful interiors of homes, right? But the song that was playing over it was like ACDC. It was like... It was crazy. It went like this. If you are sick of your roommates and your girlfriends on your case, And you want to get some time away, but you don't want to find a new place. Just pick up your phone, say leave me alone. I got an app for that. Tucson, Reno, Tahoe, let's go. I found a two-room flat on Airbnb. I spend the night. B&B, and I catch a flight, B&B, and I drop a load, B&B, in the top of the commode, you never done that? It's called an upper decker. <laughs> leaves a surprise for the next person that flushes the toilet there. <laughs> like, what is it a brown, what <laughs> Anyway, so if you guys see that commercial, I did not get paid, and I came up with that, so screw the man, all right. You guys are so sweet to like sit here and listen to my insane ramblings. I'll play one more song and I'll get out of your hair, okay? Um, I have a son, just look at me and absorb this fact. (laughs) Yeah, this guy is responsible for another human life. Be very afraid, it's the end times. Anyway, but I got a kid, I love my kid. He's a good boy, but I, you know, I don't know how I would have reacted if I'd have had a daughter. Uh, and so I decided to use my artistic gifts to try to put myself in someone else's shoes for once. So I wrote this song. It's from the perspective of a guy that has a daughter, and he's very nervous about her entering high school and the dating world. It goes like this. On the day you we were born, I knew I was screwed. I never wanted a girl, baby. Because I knew when you reached high school, boys would call you up, try to finger f- you in my home, and I'd have to tell you anyway that I got Brad on the phone. Brad on the phone. Brad. Brad. Woo! Brad on the phone. I cut a thousand farts before I squirted out you. Flushed a thousand more babies down the toilet on dirty tissues. Maybe one day you'll have a baby and on that day you'll change your tone. And I'll get to tell you so, honey, when you have a, a lad of your own. Lad of your own. la lad, lad, lad. Probably from Brad. You'll have a lad, lad, lad. Have a lad of your own. And sure enough, you grew up had a couple of kids Still nowadays you come over to stay When your marriage life is on the skids I knock on your door softly Say honey I got Brad on my phone And you better take his call, honey Or you're gonna end up sad and alone Sad and alone Talk to Brad Brad Brad
1: I got Brad on the
6: phone, here we go, happy birthday to you, I don't care if we did it, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to Pam, happy birthday to you, you, you,
3: you, you, you. it's a metal birthday
2: that was josh Kahn. that was a birthday song the birthday song is like the worst song that's ever been sung in the history of songs it's like the most impossible song to sing on key it's the worst song i don't know why it's a torturous thank you it's great it's lovely they're all good i like to sing. The, the one thing i miss about covid i mean the one thing i miss from covid is karaoke does anyone miss karaoke Yes, you miss it. I miss it so much. I miss karaoke like crazy. We're not allowed to do it and I get it. But I used to do I used to do a song parody for karaoke and I would sing Alanis Morissette's Isn't It Ironic in the style of James Hetfield. Right? So it goes that. Uh, Isn't it ironic? Uh, don't you think huh? A little too ironic uh, I really do think. It's like Rayon. On your wedding day huh right it's all james i just do the whole song with james hetfield it's it's really funny and you get really really deep into it and then lars gets mad at the end because he's like you stole the song i didn't get any money for that from pandora what's wrong with you can't sing that for karaoke i know it's in a different key and it's midi but it doesn't i want my two pounds of flesh lars the danish tennis player who's now an art guy screw that guy Metallica, no, he really is an art. He's an art connoisseur now because he's like, yeah, you know, drums are all around you. Eh. Okay, cool. Uh, your next comedian, I'm so excited that he's here. I actually really enjoy your comedy thing, your, your, when you, went to the, you went to the nudist place. There's a nudist place where you can hike around and oh my god, I loved that video so much. And it was on Facebook so it meant that you could like see everything and it was all PG. Cause you can like see people's butts, right? Like it's PG. So with PG stuff you can see, if you cover the nipple you can see 180% side boob and you can see people's butts and I really enjoy that and it's PG-13 and that's great. And I think that we can really figure out equality right now, equality now. Um if we start adding side scrot to that list, right? Like all the genitals are covered up, right? Cuz the balls, all your right? maybe maybe I have to I have to go through it a little bit farther with you. Like let's imagine together a Martin Scorsese film, right? And there's like an infinity pool and the sun is going down and Nick Cage is in it, of course, right? And he's naked and he's swimming to the steps uh and he he's coming up the steps and and his balls are Deep in the water because he's he's old now, and his his dick is above the stairs. And what we get to see is this beautiful stained glass side scrote for equality. Are you are you on board? Nobody wants to see. Everyone likes side boo, but no one likes side scrote. Come on, equality. It could be hairy. It could be veiny. I want to see it all, Nick Cage. I want to see, I want to see some old dudes have their. I want to see Michael Douglas come back, right? Because of his long, stretchy side-scrote. I want to see it. (laughs) Cool. Maybe someday I'll get to see your next comedian side-scrote. Put your hands together, everybody, for Will Brown! Yay!
7: All right, does this work? <laughs> All right. I was. What are those? Are those like mints no, no or no, no con? Beans. Oh, jelly beans. Mm, okay. Hi everybody, I'm Will Brown. It's good to see everybody. Yes. All right. Thanks for coming out for Pam's birthday. Pam is amazing. Pam, I got you a present. Um, we'll get it to you in a minute. It's a psychedelic cooking spoon. Oh. And I saw it and I thought like, if not for you, then who? Um anyhow uh it's great to be out. I haven't been on the mic in a while, but let me th- see if I can remember some of my jokes. Oh yeah, um so one of the other people was mentioning that he has ADHD. I've got gayDD. And if you don't know what gayDD <laughs> is, it's uh when you're gay and you're just distracted by D. Like <laughs> like College Boy D, or like the UPS Driver D, or just Sunny D, because it's a delicious orangey (laughs) drink. That can be distracting too. Um, But you know, all right, let me get that out. Okay, now I don't have to bend over. I can practice good posture. I mean, I will bend over for the right person, but I'm mostly a top dad. So yeah, Henry and I over here, we did go to a nudist place recently, and I should have thought of some jokes about it, but it w- okay, it was more like a t- horror story. When you're swimming through the pool, and like when you got into the pool, everything looks good, right? But it's a nudist place. So you're swimming, doing some laps, and you know, you you get to the e- edge of the pool, and you like turn your head to like get a big gulp of air as you're doing freestyle, and then there's a big vag like right there on the <laughs> edge of the pool. I was like, <laughs> i almost died for a couple of reasons um let me see what else can i remember oh i had i wrote a poem i think it's clean enough to do outside i mean i know halloween is coming up are you guys excited for halloween i know i am um and i'm i've i've been working you know a lot of people have been making like sourdough bread and like ridiculous concoctions at their home baking but i've been working on for a long time now my own recipe for white chocolate Because, you know, chocolate is popular, but like white chocolate not as popular. So I thought I would write a little jingle to like promote my new brand of white chocolate. Um, so, okay, here goes. Do you need a little more hot in your shot, a little more fun in your funk, some more freaky deek in your freaky deeky weekly, a little more spaz in your pizzazz? Then try this sexy white chocolate. Do you need some more data in your dating? Some less weight while you're waiting? More bits and bites when you're up late at night, swiping left, swiping right? Sexy chocolate. Do you need a little more kill in your skill? A lot more wallop packed in your dick pic photo apps for the dating apps? I can't help you with that, but maybe get a water bottle that's smaller, or (laughs) (laughs) or a remote. That's, oh my God, I messed it up, never mind. <laughs> I'm gonna skip that part. A little more fox in your trot, louder snaps in your synapses, more talking heads popping off about you copping threats and you're stalking threads when you're on Twitter. More social in your media, book a flight on Expedia, but check an encyclopedia to find out where you're going first, sexy white chocolate. All right, I'm gonna stop there. Anyway, um, I did not plan to get on the mic, but I did want to say, Pam, thank you so much for all that you do for this community. Um, I'm so excited that Mutiny Radio is sticking around for a little bit longer. And um, let me get you that spoon.
2: Will Brown, everybody. That new joke is fire. I'm glad that you're back. Yay! Yay! I've missed you on Mondays. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love bags that look like wine bags. Oh my god, it's gorgeous. Oh, look at this beautiful wooden spoon. And I love cooking so much. I actually have um I have weed fudge inside for whoever wants a piece. I'll just give everybody a weed, but this is beautiful. Thank you, Will Brail. Thank you, Henry. Yay! And the picture of your butt was just so It just lifted my day. Like, it was, he was so, it's a picture of Henry, and he has this little backpack, and so Will's behind him, and it's just, like, the cutest little buns. It's so, it's so cute, and I was like, oh, I remember when I was 25, and I had a butt shelf. Does anybody really, I did. I used to be a dancer, right? So, um, and it's such a bummer, because I had, when I was 25, I, I was in, um, I was in a musical. I was in a chorus line, and I was Larry the dance captain. And the first 20 minutes, I just had to like walk back and forth in this leotard. So, like, my butt was like the first 20 minutes of the show. And it was a VHS tape, and I had it. And I would watch it, and I was like, look at my ass. It was so great. And then I lent it to a friend, and it's gone. And I'm like, oh, I'll never get to see that ass again. Anyway, I should have known I'd be a comedian. I'm like the biggest narcissist. Like I'm like staring at my own ass on VHS. Like that's a problem. That's What year is it? Does VHS even exist? I'm like, find me a VHS somewhere so I can stare at my ass. I am 46. It's very old. Hi. Steven. Peter. Peter. I'm sorry. You look like Steven Steiner. Do you know who Steven Steiner is? You look like him. You, he, you're you both like new comics and you look like super like, thank you so much for being here. Yay, neighbors, yay. I assume you're neighbors because like you just walk around are like, oh, this neighborhood, sure, we'll stop by and listen to these crazy people talk. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, uh, so it's our Venmo is Mutiny Radio, all one word. Someone made one that says Mutiny Radio FM. That's not us. That's just haters. <laughs> like, <laughs> but then once someone makes a Venmo for you, You can't take it down. So both of them are up there. Don't be confused. It's mutiny radio, all one word. If you want to, Bertram, if you want to get seats, there's, there's, hi, I haven't seen you in so long. I know. It's so exciting to see you. But there's chairs. They're empty. Grab them and put them wherever you feel safe. You can move them from here to there or whatever makes you happy. That's all good. Uh, Your next comedian, I'm excited to bring him up. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Peter. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Condoms are in there. And then we're there. I can try to, like, I can try to focus the light at you since this is kind of the way
8: that no, I love the, you the thing. Well, I know this food is gorgeous, look at it, it's like... All right, one more happy birthday to Pam, everyone. Uh, now, I'm relatively new to this mic, so I thought I would start with a fun fact here. Um i am actually saving myself for marriage yeah good christian man here um you know i'm just saving all my love for the right woman and um in the meantime i've had about 200 dudes plow me from behind (laughs) yes i am super gay in case that was not clear all right no, I am gay. I'm a little bit of a slut, actually, and I get it. You wouldn't guess that based on looking at me. Like I look like the only thing I've ever blown is the clarinet. <laughs> but uh, no, I I, I kind of get around to the point where I don't actually know what the number of men I've slept with is. Like it's like kind of like guessing the number of gumballs in a machine. Like maybe it's 80, maybe it's 500. Oh. <laughs> I'm like the girl in Mama Mia, okay? Like, at any one point, I have three daddies in Mykonos, and I know nothing about them. <laughs> and like the girl in Mama Mia, I am just looking for them to sing my backup vocals, okay? Tonight the super trooper lights are gonna find me shining like the super-pa trooper ba. Like, I want them to hit that note for me, okay? Ugh. <sighs> Yeah, no, I am gay. I've known that I'm gay for a while. Like, ever since I was a little kid, I was, like, a little too good at the penis questions in sex ed. Because I was studying. I was like, teacher, we need more diagrams here, okay? And then uh, come test time, when you had to fill out the parts of the female anatomy, that's when I was like, no, I am triggered. Teacher! But I wasn't even the worst one about it either. Like, there was this other kid... When we started learning about the vagina, he threw up. (laughs) And uh, if you want to test my theory, fast forward to 2020, he's on Fire Island doing coke off of two guys dicks for Instagram Live during a pandemic. So I think (laughs) we can confirm that one. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I just moved back to San Francisco, everyone. I've been gone for two years. Thank you, thank you. And uh, I decided now was a really neat time to return to San Francisco, because it's the only time you don't have to go out and listen to people talk about their early stage startups. (laughs) And I kind of look like I would want to learn more about your early stage startup, okay? Like I'm wearing Warby Parkers and Allbirds that I bought with a coupon code I heard on a podcast. that I listen to with my AirPods. I'm like a walking participation trophy, okay? But uh, no, I have spent the last two years living in New Hampshire. Live free or die, Um, as we say up there. Now, let me tell you, moving from San Francisco to New Hampshire was an adjustment. Like I got there and everyone told me to watch out for the bears. Yeah, I am a gay man from San Francisco, okay? You tell me to watch out for the bears? I'm going to walk into that situation like it is the Fitness SF locker room, okay? Here they were worried about the dead and black bears and here I am looking for the six foot three muscle queen who moisturizes more than he deadlifts. And don't even get me started on how confused I was when it was winter and everyone started talking about how many inches we got last night (laughs) someone said we got three feet I thought where do I go to get that (laughs) so yes I just moved back I'm very much so setting up a new apartment so I've had to make a lot of trips to Home Depot okay let me tell you sending a gay man into a Home Depot should be a hate crime do I look like I know what I'm doing in a Home Depot? I uh, I look like I should have invented the app to get rid of Home Depot, okay? Like, I'm clueless in there. I'm like posing seductively on the bags of manure, like, uh, I'm posing with the power drill, like I'm in Charlie's Angels. I tried putting it where I thought it went before an attendant was like, sir, you do not put that up there. he was. And that's the problem about Home Depot. Thank you. That is like, that should be our territory. Okay. Because a Home Depot is like every gay for pay scene I have ever watched. <laughs> like it's cold, it's dark. There's like scaffolding you can dangle off of like you're in Fantasia. And the men who work there are, like rugged and scruffy and will clearly do anything for a paycheck. <laughs> Um, no, I've talked a lot about gay stuff here tonight, so I'll leave you with this. Um, how about millennials and their sourdough starter, huh? Like, is there anything more millennial than posting an Instagram story of your sourdough starter? Like, of course, like, us millennials, like, we can only post the starter because we can't finish anything. But I can, and that is where I'm finishing tonight. Thank you, everyone. This has been fun. (laughs) Fire from Peter! Yes,
2: that was beautiful. That was a great set. You made me think about yeast. Uh, I actually don't know. I think Martha Stewart has been doing it all wrong. Why is she not making bread out of her yeast? Like I want to eat Martha Stewart's bread now. I like. I'm not a lesbian, but I love Martha Stewart. I've had like I've had like lesbian dreams about Martha Stewart. So they involve Clydesdales and her. Yeah. And her dogs, Chinchin Chin and Papa, they're dead now, but their ghosts are with us. This is a fantasy. It's me and Martha and her in her in her in her barn. Her barn's bigger, way bigger than my house. Her barn is huge, right? With her Clydesdales and her dogs. And confetti falls from the ceiling, and I'm just eating her bread. I'm just like, yeah, Martha, give it to me. Yeah, feed me that bread. I want the yeast, girl. No. I was hoping, I was hoping that Fitbit could, like, get together with Easy Bake Oven, and they could make a thing for me, and it could be, like, a little oven in my box, you know? And, like, so I could, right? So, like, my yeast, and then we put some stuff in there, and when I walk around, it, like, needs the dough, and when I'm on the bus, I can just, like, pop out a fresh bun, like, bing, like, everyone wants popping fresh dough, right? Like, bing, right on the... Who's not going to like me on the bus when I give him a fresh roll out my twat? Like, hey, this is for you, bus driver. It's so fresh and warm. What is Fitbit doing? Why aren't they? Call it bun in the oven. It'll be really, it'll be great. I used to love Easy Bake Ovens. Uh, Yay, that was fun. Hey, Quirk, we're going to break up this, we're going to break up this gay rock block with a... (laughs) He might talk about dicks, but in a totally different way. No, uh, he always tells us the news and what's happening. So strap in, friends, and hear about how Trump is a magical being who defeated COVID already or whatever he did. I know, he's amazing, right? Oh, you have your own microphone. This is beautiful. He's so responsible, he brought his own microphone. Clap your hands together, everybody. It's Matthew Quirk. Yay!
9: Thank you, Pam. Happy birthday, Pam! It's her birthday. Would somebody please bang her, for God's sakes? If you can't read between the lines on all these yeast jokes. Uh, anyway, nice plant. I give it four months. <laughs> so anyway, man, you don't you don't like Home Depot? Because lesbians love Home Depot. <laughs> They fill that place out. Anyway, yeah, I bring me on mic to these COVID things. I don't know why. I'm not really all that afraid of COVID. I mean, I'm 53. 46, that's respectable, but I'm in my 50s. I've already had the best years of my life. COVID's someone else's problem, right? I don't got to worry about that shit. I didn't expect to get a COVID vacation, though, but it turns out I'm an essential worker while you guys are all still losers. So, uh, Trump got COVID. Trump got COVID. That—that that, that was the part where you were supposed to join it. Okay. Just forget it. Uh, okay, that's good. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. Yeah, Trump got himself COVID. The first sign was he couldn't taste his Big Mac. <laughs> he eats a lot of fast food. That's what, that's what. Anyway, apparently he got it from Hope Hicks, the office slut. She, uh, I guess he's banging her, right? That's, I mean, how pissed is Melania, right? She managed to squeeze out one kid for Trump without getting any STDs, and then she gets COVID from his side chick. <laughs> that must hurt. Anyway, uh, Stephen Miller also got COVID. You guys know who he is? One of the advisors. So bad news, cold-blooded animals also get COVID. Oh, bad news. Yeah. Anyways, he banging hope Hicks, too? That chick gets around. Man, am I slut shaming too hard on her? Is that what it is? Because she actually is the office slut. She's dated several married men in every office she's worked in. It's not hypocritical. It's not hypocritical at all. Anyway, Trump got, uh, you know, whisked off to uh, uh, Walter Reed Medical Center. But he didn't go for COVID, he went to make a hospital inspection. Hospital inspection, all right. That was hot a month ago when he was making bunker inspections. Uh, Anywho, is it weird that a science denier gets uh, cutting-edge medicine? Is that weird? Is that weird? He's not even getting cutting-edge medicine. He got some drugs that weren't approved. He's getting futuristic medicine. That's how unfair that is. That's a lot of medicine for $750 in taxes, if you ask me. I'm, I'm no big city accountant, but that's what I think. Anyway, he's on such good drugs. He's like, I haven't felt this good in 20 years. And uh, he's like, everybody should get COVID. And I don't know if that's a sign of (laughs) dementia or whatever. He's like, everybody should get this treatment. And I was like, holy shit, he's really sick, guys. He's freak. Now he wants socialized medicine. What are they have him on, guys? What is he on? Yeah. Apparently the drug makes him uh, irritable and delusions of grandeur. And how long has he been on this drug? Like 40, 50 years or something? It's crazy, even Kellyanne Conway got COVID. Here I was thinking it was a meth addiction, right? (laughs) How was I to know? Yeah, you know, some names when you hear them, you're like, oh, that's, you know, like you hear like Chalondraque, like, you know, black name. And then you hear like Kellyanne and that's like meth name, right? (laughs) Meth name. Yeah, and she's one crystal methamphetamine girl too, huh? Isn't she? Isn't she? kind of yeah Esque. you what adderall let's see i i uh name me a drug adderall name me a place Uh, we're doing improv now (laughs) now we're doing improv guys So yeah, so much going on. I don't know if I can keep up with it anymore, just the preponderance. I mean, uh, you know, I wrote all these jokes about the first debate. I had about two pages. I had about two pages of jokes on the first debate. And then the very next day, Trump gets COVID and I have to throw out all that material and write these hot COVID jokes. So then they have this second debate with Pence and, uh, and Kamala. Yeah, so I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna write any jokes. I'm just gonna wait till Pence gets COVID tomorrow, and then I'm gonna write all those jokes. And he didn't get COVID, man. They screwed me again, this administration, man. They screwed me again. He might be sick, it's true. Look on the the bright side. Look on the bright side. Okay, I'm taking back control from the drunk lady on the corner. And uh, God, how the their drinking partner. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. The, so the very next day, after the Pence-Harris debate, the number one search on Google was Kamala naked or Kamala nude. And suddenly, I'm thinking everyone getting to vote isn't such a good idea. Maybe not everybody should get to vote, if that's what you came away with on that debate. Anyway, why not, you know, COVID, let the world come to an end, right? I mean, apparently with global climate change, chocolate will be extinct in another 43 years. Yeah, chocolate. chocolate. But I'll be in my 90s by then, so I'm pretty cool with that. I mean, chocolate can go extinct about then. I'm fine. That's fine. Like I said, it's your problem. <laughs> I'm just gonna tap dance off into the sunset right before the extinction <laughs> of chocolate. It'll be perfect. It'll be the perfect dessert timing. It'll be great. Yeah, you know, the uh, COVID has hit me pretty hard though. I mean, I missed a, an anniversary recently. I missed, I missed my anniversary of my transition my transition from an apartment to a van. My vanzition, if you will. I missed the third vaniversary of my vanzition, for those of you playing along at home. All the comedians are like, why are you moving into your van? I was like, I'm getting ready for the world to end. And they're like, you're an idiot. And I would just, I hate to say I told you so or anything, but here we are, right? I mean, it's not all good news living in your van though. let me van explain some things to you guys about <laughs> what it's like out there uh I did uh come across a ticket on my house the other day <laughs> this this damn city, making my rent over the past three years in San Francisco six hundred and twenty five dollars. Yeah, who's the idiot now right huh yeah and uh you know but it's not like i say it's not all as fun as you think it is i mean i was get parking in a parking spot i really i recently backed into someone else's i don't know summer home i i don't know how you houses live (laughs) but uh you know there's another scam i'm pulling on the man right my car and house and home insurance are the exact same thing man i am scamming the man But there are some disappointments. I I, I did expect to get a lot more pussy in the murder van, quite frankly. (laughs) I did, now that I'm a van-sexual and all. (laughs) I mean, what's up, ladies? I own my own home in San Francisco, right? Huh, that's gotta be worth something, no? But I know what you gold diggers are thinking though, right? Like what neighborhood, what neighborhood? Anyone I want. That's what neighborhood I live in. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I hit a nerve with these guys. I guess you guys are like one paycheck away from being parked next to your van. You know, with me, right? That's what Anyway, you do got to learn some sweet life skills living in your van, like how to dump your piss bucket and blame it on other more obviously homeless-looking people than you are. (laughs) It's a skill. It's a skill. Yeah, so I just got the light. I'm double-parked. I got to Anyway, I did have uh, an issue the other week. I mean, uh, I busted my internal manifold gasket. So I was looking leaking fluids all over the place, guys. I'm a full vanny now, right? Full vanny. Maybe we have to should just drop that joke, huh? <laughs> it's not good. It's got no. Forget it. <laughs> I I learned my lesson, everybody. I learned my lesson. So anyway, I had to hop in my car and drive to this to Pam's very important birthday gig here because I own a van and a car. I'm San Francisco homeless, guys, (laughs) San Francisco. All right, enjoy the rest of the birthday show.
2: Yay, Matthew Quirk, yay! Yay, Matthew Quirk. Uh, he, was, he was very lovely and he was talking about uh, dumping his pee bucket and that is, uh, I get it. I play this game with small children in the tenderloin. I used to nanny and I'd walk around the tenderloin with small children and we'd hold hands and we'd see piles of poop on the ground and we'd play this really fun game called Man or Beast. So I encourage you to play it with small children. (laughs) You walk by a pop, man or beast, man or beast, and you have to figure it out. What I learned from a four-year-old is uh, if it's up against a wall, it's always man. (laughs) Like, how do four-year-olds understand physics at that young age? That's beautiful. I'm just so excited for the future. They're so smart. I was hanging out with a seven-year-old a couple months ago, and um, she looked at me and she said, Nanny Pammy, what's the difference between a hippie and a hipster and i was like the pants <laughs> it's all about <laughs> it's just pants is the pants the only thing i miss about burning man is you know boots and pants boots and pants boots and boots and boots and pants 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 pants, pants. no do you remember that song from burning man nobody <laughs> When did you miss it this year you missed the boots and pants i hope not i've been to Bur- burning man three times 2003 2002 2003 2007 and people often go are you gonna go back and I'm like if I have $1,500 I'm going to anywhere <laughs> like else right <laughs> you go to Australia you could do a lot with $1,500 or you can be in the desert. <laughs> with with, right, with just, it's just, it's just adult summer camp. It's so silly. It's like, let's all do drugs. You can do that in San Francisco. <laughs> you can just do drugs here. You don't have to go out there and suffer. <laughs> why you gotta, you, why you gotta suffer? Why, so right? Thank you. <laughs> I know. It seems so silly at this point to spend so much money just to hang out with people that you know you're never going to talk to again. It's <laughs> So, like, you can do that here. The people that I know who go will be like, yeah, I, I knew them from San Francisco, yeah. You see them once a year at Burning Man, I'd never here. Well, $1,500 in Mexico goes a long way. Like, are you, are you kidding me? Your next comedian, he's super clean and super lovely. You're gonna actually, is, is, is Peter still here? Cause you should stand next to each other just so we can see that they do look exactly like, can they stand next to each other for a second with their masks on so we can see that Peter and our next comedian Steven Steiner look exactly the same? Like they look like almost exactly the same. Right? Are they? Do they? Do they not look like they're related? I'm sorry that I thought you were him, but in my defense, you look a lot alike. And it's weird because like all the San Francisco comedians look the same unless they're like Asian and Jewish or like a woman. Uh, other than that, they're just like white guys that they stick their head. At least you're gay, right? Like you got some going for you. Otherwise, you're just a white guy who looks like every other tall white guy with a semi-beard. You know what I mean? what are you doing and, no it's like good luck no he's really funny because he also he t- he tells the best dad jokes like i every time he tells jokes i'm like i wish you were my dad but you're younger than me and that would be weird and i have a and you don't have a, you don't have an edible complex you don't eat edibles so i don't know how to i don't know how to get along with you i'm like where's your edible complex put your hands together for your next comedian steven Snyder. yay
10: To add to the suspense of how much I look like Peter, did you see that facial hair? All right, part two, part two. I'll put this in my pocket. Ah, and to play off of what Peter was talking about, Peter was talking about how millennials now have their sourdough starters. I think that's just like the adult version of a Tamagotchi. We're just used to keeping weird things alive that just look like blobs. (laughs) You're supposed to feed it occasionally and maybe it poops. That's that's what it is. the The adult, the adulting is when you have sourdough stars instead of a tamagotchi. That's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, all right. Happy birthday, Pam! Thanks for having us out again. Uh, this is super fun. This is super fun back-to-back shows with Pam. I was here last night too. Yeah, supporting the radio station as best as we can. Pam's in a better mood right now, though. If you guys didn't know, last night, moments before I took the stage, her phone got stolen. Yeah. You want to talk about trying to hype up an audience when everyone's feeling bad for Pam? What? Happy birthday to you! Yay. Yes. Yay. Awesome. That is exciting. Happy birthday. New phone. new phone. Yes. Um. All right. So moving on then, what I've also learned is that uh, similar to. Uh, sorry, I forgot. What was, what was your name again? Josh. Uh, similar to Josh, I've also moved recently. I moved in with a woman. Yeah, you can cheer. My mom, she's cool. You can cheer. Yeah, I've learned that moving has a lot in common with a the vacuum. They both suck. Yeah, the one thing I learned about moving that I didn't know in advance is that I'm a really good magician. Because apparently for a lot of years I was hiding stuff from myself. Yeah, I packed 20 boxes, turn around. Looks like I didn't do anything at all. So I got to go get more boxes. Back to that Home Depot trip. We're bringing this set all (laughs) back together again. That's what we're doing, that's what we're doing. Yeah, Uh, moving's an interesting thing though. But now that I'm surrounded by a bunch of boxes, I'm not unpacking those. Jeez, the work was putting them in the box. You think that once you moved, the job is done. You're only 50% of the way through. I found the hack though. I put those boxes together against the wall. I have a little couch for myself. It's pretty great. Yeah, a wall a unit, a cardboard couch, I love it. Usually people who sit in the front row don't wanna be picked on, but they're the ones heckling. So we'll just make this an interactive show. You're helping. Helping, yeah, that's what they call it, helping. Uh, speaking of help, I went to therapy recently. Yeah, because my magic eight ball stopped working. But at least the magic eight ball doesn't give me back questions, right? It just says try again later. <laughs> The therapist is like, why do you feel that way? Why do you think you feel that way? Where did that come from? Where did that, s- I don't know. Jeez, uh, I'm trying to figure it all out. That's why we're here. Uh, but sitting on those boxes full of stuff though, every time something breaks, I feel like I'm not alone. It's like, I don't know, are there ghosts here? Something rattles, it's nice. I have a TV stand in a stand box. Uh, that's my entertainment for you. Yeah, uh, but I've realized that uh, My professional sporting career has a lot in common with this situation. Just surrounded by a bunch of cardboard cutouts. (laughs) No, you guys are real, this is great. Being in front of real people is super cool because I realize that you all have legs still. Yeah, Will gets it, we've done a lot of live Zoom shows. Just living in Brady Bunch boxes for six months. It's like, yeah, we all still have feet. This is super fun, this is super fun. Yeah, that's what it's like though, a bunch of cardboard cutouts. And just like how the, the sports leagues are pumping crowd noises, I just pump a laugh track. That's where people laugh at my jokes whenever I want them to. That's, that's how it works. Uh, it's super fun. But Pam, Pam brought me up with the idea of dad jokes. I'm not gonna leave you high and dry, right? Pam, you want those dad jokes for your birthday, yes, don't you? The yes, the dad jokes. Bad puns, bad puns. Bad puns. I'm going to take those dad jokes, and I'm going to add some fantastic pickup lines that haven't been working out for me. You want more of that too? We'll make it corny for the entire set. We'll start off with some dad jokes though. I, uh, I feel accomplished. I solved a puzzle last week. Not to brag, but it said three to four years on the box. Yeah. Yeah. Staying with that, I'm going to get punctual for a second. Commas, they give me pause. That's a grammar joke. Some of you might get it, some of you don't. It's cool. Uh, Commas don't make me stop like a period does though. Gross. I don't know. I don't know. I live by myself. I live by mom, but either way, I don't want to know. Anyway, I should probably stop with the dad jokes though, because I don't have kids yet. And that's just a faux pas. Pam loves that joke. She's heard that joke like four times and I get the same great reaction every time. That's, that's the dad joke segment of the show. But moving into, uh, to going back to some sporting references. I bet, uh, I just strike out a lot. Usually strike out looking. Sometimes I strike out swinging because I told you I got some bad pickup lines. You want to hear some bad pickup lines? Yeah. yeah. Hey girl, are you COVID? Cause I'm feeling ill for you. Oh, oh, too close, too soon, too soon. All right, this one's been a while. Are you a Pokemon Go? Because I want to catch all of you. Yeah, that one's a good one. It's not too soon for that one. If people are still playing Pokemon Go, they probably got them all in their house because they're not going much else. Hopefully they have one of those sweet spots. Uh, one more, this one's going to be an interesting one. I might have to break it down for you. But I met this girl at a bar outside recently once, right? And she was drinking Natty Light. And I was like, hey girl, you like that Natural Light? Because I don't like hanging up curtains. Oh, that one's a bit of a stretch, a bit of a stretch. Uh, I can break it down though just to explain it. I think it's more fun. I think it's more fun to explain that one. So Natty Light is a drink, probably short for natural light. Natural light is also what comes in through the window if you don't have curtains up. So I took that word from one story, merged it with the second story, and you got a joke. That's how joke structure works. Maybe I should go to the open mic and help out some of those kids last night. There were two kids here last night when I showed up. Uh, They were both probably, I don't know, 15? 18, 18. oh, they were legal at least. Um, But uh, this is how those shows went. This kid shows up, I love the way Pammy ripped, or Pam, not Pammy, Uh, I love the way you ripped them after. These kids showed up like this, uh, just reading their phone. I think there was jokes in there somewhere. One kid at least held the mic to his mouth. The other one was just like this mumbling with his mask still on, so it just, I don't know, maybe we were at a mime show and I just missed that part. But uh, Pam shows up. Pam shows up great. Between the sets, she was like, hey, uh, I really liked your monologue. Maybe you should memorize that. <laughs> I think that kid was crying, but I couldn't tell. He was wearing a mask. He was a mask? <laughs> that's what you know. That's, that's what you know. Back to some baseball references. First base now is just being able to see their whole face. So we didn't even get to first base with that kid, which is probably fine. The second kid talks like this for, like, I don't know, way too long. Because you couldn't hear him at all. I think he had a joke or two. That would have been funny. Uh, Pam comes up again. She was like, hey, Monday nights we have a joke workshop. You should probably attend that. It was pretty great. It was pretty great. And then Pam gave us a good trade secret. If you don't know how to use a mic, just go to karaoke. I want to see those 18-year-old kids trying to sing karaoke now. That's what I went to. Uh, that's how they finished off that open mic too. It's like, all right, maybe they'll show up to the book show eventually. But uh, I've been I've been leaving you hanging on a on a few more things. I keep talking about my baseball career that doesn't happen. Uh, but I found out that I can hit a home run really easily. It's just expensive. Damn, and, you know, and probably not legal. Is that a prostitute joke? Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you for thank you for finishing that one off for me. It was, it was clean. 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 It was cl- yeah, they're clean. <laughs> Trump just gets COVID apparently, but uh, I don't, he doesn't have any STDs. I don't think so. He's still, he's still clean. Um, but now that you helped me finish off that joke, I think that's it for me. So thank you so much. Happy birthday, fam. Have a good one.
2: Steven Steiner, yay, yay! Little known fact about me: uh, I got my first STD from my first marriage. Yeah, that's sexually transmitted debt. <laughs> that's that's what you get when you get married. Sexually transmitted debt. Hey, everybody, it's just a contract. <laughs> I was actually, I was married for three years until I found out that my now ex-husband had $15,000 of credit card debt. And I was like, oh, I'm so excited. We just sold our first house. We can pay that off. And I'm so glad our marriage has been based on truth and honesty (laughs) because I never cheated on him. That's just not in my, I didn't, I promise I didn't. It's good stuff. (laughs) Accused, but after. No, it's okay. I never did. I'm a, I d de- I never, I'm not a that's not my game. I'm not a liar. Although I do understand how people live double lives because it's so much more fun, right? Isn't it fun like when you like start a lie and you have to keep it going?
3: What?
2: <laughs> and then people like question you on it and you're like, no, nah, no. Nah. I just I just it, it's that's too hard. Those are my twenties. I don't lie anymore. I'm in my forties. I just don't have time to lie. It's just too much. You'll you'll figure this out. When when as old you reach as I have make bread out of your vagina yeast will you not (laughs) I will I man I've been trying to call this stuff for years I don't understand I spent a lot of money on yeast I have it I'm making it myself what am I doing like I can I feel like the ancestral skills. Is that, like, honestly, how did they first bake bread? Were there, like, Indian Native Americans? See, look how racist I am. Were there Native American women that were, like, making that weird bread? Who had the Native American weird bread joke? He's gone. He's gone. Well, but he was the hollow bread, but there was another, uh, he was like, oh, Native American weird, but they do a fry bread. And it puffs up, and it's like, what if it was, I'm thinking a lot about my vag. I'm sorry, I'm 46. <laughs> need to get laid, it's true. Uh, all right, I have Mr. Weed. You want to come up and do some jokes? Your next comedian, he's older than I am, which is exciting and makes me have hope for the future. Put your hands together, everybody. It's his real name. His name is Mr. Weed. Yay! If you want a condom, it's in there. If you want to take your mic up, Yeah, you just you grab the little, there you go. And then you use it as a—it's con- like a five-fingered condom. I need to buy more mic condoms. I just have to put my—I have to put my credit—I have to put my Mutiny Radio credit card on somebody else's Amazon Prime because I ain't paying for that shit, right? right? But like, it's free shipping. I looked the other day and they're like, oh, the hundred mic condoms for or a thousand mic condoms for ten dollars. I'm like, this is great. And then they're like, oh, the shipping is five ninety nine. I'm like, ah, screw it. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna keep using plastic gloves. <laughs> Until someone gives me their Amazon Prime. Alright, everybody, Mr. Weed. Yay.
11: I was is this on, I was not expecting this, so that's why I got ripped and had a couple of drinks before I got here, right? Yeah. Okay, alright. Um So thank you for coming out, man, you know? You the, you Fuck it. The mic thing the that's part of my bit. Yeah, <laughs> it, it will be now. now. Okay, thanks for coming out. We're not afraid of a Corona. I've had six of them already, and I feel great. You know, fuck it. But I did, you know, let's start off in a somber mood. I did find out, I did realize something about myself that uh, I wouldn't have known other than COVID, is that I look less creepier with my mask on than with my mask off. All right, Democrat. Matha, mask on, <laughs> mask off. <laughs> Whatever. So I did that at Dolores up the street in, uh, anyway, I think of his name. <laughs> uh, Warhol says, it's a tie, it's a tie. So, you know, at least he acknowledged that I had two, two faces. So, yeah, weed is my last name. That's not a joke, that's not a gimmick. Uh, my dad gave me two things in life that served me well. First was a good butt kicking. Anybody else feel me on that one? Nobody. We're all b- one. Come on, loud and proud. Raise it up. Okay, and the rest of you are spoiled, entitled, privileged little shits, right?
3: <laughs>
11: okay, I know. Okay, I got to know my audience. Um, so I'm one of 11 kids. Wow. Give it up for the Catholics. <laughs> uh, repopulating the world and restocking the shelves of the rectory. Any other Catholics out there? Yeah. Reformed. Reform. Oh, okay, right. Okay, recovery. There you go. Me too. Um, so I'm one of them. So his way, his uh, position on corporal punishment was his way of crowd control because <laughs> he had so many people there. Right? Okay, but he died when I was in my teens. Two story, have a heart condition. So I contacted the American Heart Association and. I got a list of risk factors like diabetes, obesity, blah, 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 and so I suggested they add one more, 11 fucking kids. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah, it didn't start off so well as far as my last name uh, back in the 1900s, which none of you know anything about. (laughs) Maybe Pam. You were just peeking your head through the 2000s, right? Now she's old. Now she's old, really. But she's wiser. Is that a good trade-off? Would you like to be older and wiser? Oh, you just you
3: want
11: to? <laughs> oh, Botox. There you at the top of the list. Botox. <laughs> um, back in the nineteen hundreds, you look up weed in the dictionary, and it would say unwanted flower. So I was teased on the playground. Hey, weed! You're an unwanted flower. And now in two thousand twenty, they say, Hey, weed! Do you have any flower? So. Um, so I figured I'd run for governor a couple of years ago. I figured I'd get 99% of the vote just on name recognition. And the other 1% is the people that didn't get that joke. <laughs> um, so I've been married 29 years. Let's just get to the meat of this, right? <laughs> wow. Or my wife would say, she's been in a hostage situation for 28 years. So my first marriage didn't work out. We had creative differences. She wanted to create death debt and I differed with that. So my second marriage I was I made sure that we had complementary skill sets. She liked to cook and I liked to eat. So after so many years, things you know, certain conventions in a sexual relationship go by the wayside, right? For example, we no longer have foreplay, we have poor play. She says pour me another drink so I can get in the mood. So we got married on July 20th, and none of you have been there. So maybe, Pam. July 20th, uh, 1969, <laughs> what happened? You weren't, you weren't, when were you born? I
2: 74.
11: Well, fuck, five years, give or take 5%, per- you know? Uh, July 20th is known for the moon landing. You know that, dude, you were there. In fact, you look like you might have been on the moon. <laughs> there it is, I outed you, dog. <laughs> <laughs>
3: They're planning for
11: They're, oh there there you go yeah so there's my there you go so yeah. moon landing okay so I figured okay I got something in common with moon with the moon that's the day we both got our rocks off Oh, <laughs> pity laugh here <laughs> so um I figured I shake you know shake it up in the bedroom do a little something different so I started lighting ca- a candle Not for the ambiance, but just to cover my farts. (laughs) My farts, not her farts. She doesn't fart. Have you ever known a woman not to fart? I I don't trust them. I'm wondering, (laughs) what else are they holding back on? (laughs) Uh, Um, So recently she started farting in her sleep. Okay. So um, the other night we were having sex. And she started farting, so I did the honorable thing and I pulled out without trying to wake her up. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, come on! Oh. 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 Really? Yeah. That that landed?
3: <laughs>
11: oh, yeah. All right. My wife hates me telling this part of the joke. Okay, we got a new bed. The <laughs> <laughs> we got a new bed the other day. Um, you know, it's got everything. It's got all, all the whistles and bells, you know, re, you know, reclining and blah blah blah. Um, I figu- I call it my deathbed because I'm going to die before I get it paid off. It was a lot of money, you know. So I had the what they had all the whistle bells, the and um, fact, disco ball. You got one, don't you, Pam? There we got disco ball. There yeah. Okay, the disco ball for my bed is on back order. <laughs> Did you intercept my disco my disco balls? Look at that disco ball. All right. Um, uh, so before we got this bed, uh, we always had this tradition. I'd lean over and kiss her goodnight, and we turn off the TV and go to bed. Well, then we get this king-size bed. Birthday, All right. Fuck, I can beat that. Mercio, you ain't got shit. <laughs> Here you go, my sweetie.
2: Oh, thank you, Mr. Weed. Oh, oh. <laughs> <you. laughs>
11: hey, I've been to Mexicali. Mauricio yeah, I have. Oh, you really want to hear about my trip to Mexicali? Getting kidnapped doesn't count. <laughs> <No>. oh, <laughs> it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> I'm with her. <laughs> well, where in the fuck was I? Where was I, Pam? Okay. <laughs> oh, the disco ball. Okay, so this. Um, so, so we had to lean over and kiss her good night. then we get this bed. I look over there, she's like, she's too in a different time zone. I'm not going to fucking waste, I mean, I don't have the energy to walk over there and kiss her again. So now we just started s- Snapchatting. <laughs> God, I need something to drink. Anyway. So, and this is the part she doesn't like. Um, so, it's got what they call partner snore. You ever heard that? One? Seen the TV commercials, partner snore. You hit a button, and if your partner's snoring, right, and it lifts, it, lifts the head. And the partner stops starting, and so uh, I overheard her ask the uh, the salesman, "Does it have partners masturbating?" (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, she doesn't like that part. Nobody wants to envision some old man masturbating on stage. (laughs) Anyway.